0: This podcast is brought to you by Rock My Wedding, the UK's most influential wedding brand. Hello.
1: Hello. You all right? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks. I feel that because we um, last podcast was literally an hour and
0: 20 minutes or something that this one is going to be a bit shorter I promise you I don't have as much to say this time I'll do my best anyway although I've just looked at my notes and there is quite a lot of bullet points there the is quite side. a lot of bullet points I'll do my best to keep it in the half an hour maybe 40 minutes let's see okay uh what we're we talking about today Charles? Bride speeches. So, as we know, there is a lot of emphasis put on the best man's and groom speeches. But what about us? Mm. We like to have a say, don't we? Yeah. Although that's not true because I didn't do a speech. (laughs) I did. But you did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Typically, women do a lot of the organising for the weddings, don't they? And then we're just sort of left sat at the table while everyone else has a chat. So this is a podcast episode is about allowing you to have the confidence to stand up and do a speech. Yes. yes I didn't really have that because why shouldn't you oh, I think I think
1: exactly. it, I, I've always thought well I did obviously because I did a speech but I always thought it was a really odd tradition yeah as if like as the bride you had to sit down and be quiet yeah while, whilst the men speak
0: <laughs> quite <And> there's loads <laughs> of traditions that we are kind of overthrown these days aren't we I mean yeah. we're all walking ourselves down the aisle um instead of being given away as such. And we want to speak for ourselves more these days, don't we? Women yeah. feel more empowered in general, I think. So why not? And start your marriage as you intend to continue it. Exactly. Equal, on the same par. Yeah. Have your say. Yeah, absolutely. The first wedding I went to where a bride did a speech was my best friend's wedding. Okay. And then she went last because she likes to have the last word, you know, start as you mean to go on. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you no, know, it's really cool, actually, that you've stood up and you've said your piece. What made you want to do a speech just because you wanted to say
1: thanks or well, everything really I remember because I wasn't one of these people who had planned my wedding for years yeah. or dreamt about it or anything like that so I hadn't really got any preconceived ideas so yeah a lot of the traditions were very new to me yeah i had been to a, you know a couple of weddings but I just don't think I'd necessarily paid attention in that way yeah as you know as to think why isn't the bride speaking? Yeah. But I certainly, when we sat down and went through the general plan of the day and then how the speech would work and who'd want to speak and my husband was talking about his best man and all of that, it, it, I just thought, that's strange. Why can't I say anything? Yeah, why can't I say that? Because I've done, so yeah, so you know, a lot of the planning and organising and mm-hmm. as many of my friends were there, or yeah, yeah. James's friends were there, so why wouldn't I say thanks to yeah. them for coming and talk about James as well because that's the thing well, it makes perfect sense this is it yeah. like you know you got one half of the couple who say lovely things about the other one mm. just seems a bit bizarre to me that you wouldn't have the opportunity for the other half of the yeah. couple to say something about the other person yeah and of course I completely understand that some people just don't necessarily mm-hmm. have the confidence so we're not here to say you must do a bride speech. Because <laughs> <laughs> if that's going to make you know feel anxious or worried about yeah. or nervous, then obviously you don't. Yeah. But hopefully some of the guidelines and some of the sort of pointers we can give you mm-hmm. might make you feel more yeah, confident about absolutely. doing it. Absolutely.
0: The main reason I didn't do one was not from a confidence perspective, but I'm so overly emotional at times <laughs> that I just thought I'd just cry the whole time. And if I have to stand up and tell everybody like everything that Anthony means to me, well, I just wouldn't get through it. So my thing was, I don't... I wrote thank you cards and did it that way like in my own way which is also fine which
1: is yeah my sister actually wrote a speech and she wasn't sure whether on the day she would feel confident enough to read it out or not so she actually had it printed out and displayed in the venue so that's a good alternative because it got to the point where she's like oh you know of all the things i'm concerned about yeah (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to then have to
0: worry Think about that as well. all
1: day that I'm going to have to do that speech and yeah. get my words muddled because she was the same she just felt too emotional yeah so we could all read what she wanted yeah. to that's say lovely. anyway that's which really made nice.
0: like a nice piece of decor and yeah oh that's a great idea two for one yeah <laughs> and interestingly I um, put some stories out a couple of days ago to ask our lovely uh, listeners and readers if they were or weren't doing a speech And 45% of them are doing one. So that's higher than I thought it would be, which is gone girls. Um, But people's main reason for not doing them, uh, the 55% that aren't doing one was nerves and hatred of public speaking. So it's really like that whole overwhelm of I've got to stand up and say this, but also the stress of having something else to think about, which is similar to sort of what you've just said. Whereas I suppose in that situation you could, if you want to write down a few words, just do as you said your sister did and put them on display so you've said your thanks without the added stress or pressure of having to sort of show up and yeah and as we're
1: here to say like no speech goes perfectly according to plan yeah yeah, is it really like you know with all the best will in the world are you gonna say everything that you wanted to say are you not gonna mm, just on that note by the way Becky and I mm, and it has to all get edited out of these podcasts because (laughs) we you just it's just it's just what you do yeah, you do naturally um all yeah. over the shop all get all get the words muddled yeah. and it's just it's just how it is and i think when you're in that environment everyone's having a lovely day you're celebrating two people spending the rest of their lives together yeah nobody yeah. is going to be sat there expecting no. you to be word perfect or even care yeah
0: yeah. And I think it's that, it goes back to that pressure, doesn't it, that couples feel these days to have that perfect wedding where nothing goes wrong and everything's so Instagram worthy and all of that. Yeah. That they feel like they can't mess anything up. And they feel like the speeches are one thing that they probably will mess up, which is why they kind of steer away from it. But every imperfection are the things that, we've said this before, haven't they, that make your day perfect and memorable? It's those little yeah. bits that you always remember. Yeah. You know.
1: And you don't have to say anything specific. So. Yeah. There's no like. I know a bit later on the podcast we're going to give you some pointers, but we're not. There's no structure to what you yeah. should or shouldn't do, and that goes for the groom or the best Absolutely. man or yeah, whoever it is that's, that's doing a speech. It has to be something that you feel as the person who's making that speech is is relevant yeah to you and your yeah. audience and you Absolutely. as a couple because that's what will resonate with the people who yeah. are there.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't have to be the sourcing in all dancing speech you know I've seen many a best man speech from you know where they've got projectors up to a guy simply stood there saying a few words about his best mate and both of those have equally been as amazing yeah so it doesn't have to be a big pressurized It doesn't thing. have to
1: be a show exactly it doesn't have to be a presentation
0: yeah it just has to be truthful authentic
1: yeah I mean I had That's it nice. I had to have a book there was no way as in with with pointers yeah. in because was no way that I was going to Remember yeah. every single thing that I wanted to say. Yeah. So there's photos of me from the wedding, like with this book. Yeah. Mostly killing myself laughing because I obviously, even if no one else found myself funny, <laughs> I found myself really funny. And um, and I started off by saying, "Hello, my name is Charlotte O'Shea." Yeah. That Which always is a perfect gets introduction. The, laugh because of course that's the first time that I've been referred to as that because that was my married name yeah of course not everyone takes the married name so I'm not saying that's what you have to do (laughs) and from there I thanked everyone for coming made a couple of sort of specific thank yous to people who had traveled very far so for example my friend Maria traveled all the way from Hong Kong yeah I then said a few words about James yeah some like taking the what's it a little bit yeah. and some that were nicer yeah. <laughs> and I told her a little story about my mom and um and how she like loved wedding dress shopping whereas if I'm honest I just wasn't that arsed <laughs> so it was more from my mom from my mom than it was for me yeah and how um the only time she cried was when I literally put on the biggest Disney princess dress you have (laughs) ever seen in your life and she literally oh that's so beautiful but then she had to admit that the dress was wearing me
0: yeah yeah. not the other
1: way around yeah
0: but you fulfilled a little dream I did
1: you know for that five seconds yeah (laughs) oh she she was happy so we were, and then I did um the part where we gave some of the wedding party gifts yeah so the end of sort of my speech was I'd just like to, you know, give this bouquet okay to my mom and give this bouquet yeah. okay to my mother-in-law and yeah. so on and so forth. And then essentially said to everybody, if we'd all like to go and into the room where the dancing is and we've got a live band later.
0: So you went last as well? So I, Oh yes, yeah, so I went last. Right, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And how did you find that, like, sitting through everyone else's speeches? Did, were you conscious that yours was coming up or were you okay?
1: No, not really. Because I think at the back of my mind as well, I always felt like if... I didn't want to do it. I didn't have to do it Yeah. because no one had said that I was doing it, yes. which I think is important. Yeah, if you've the point got we're any make, yeah. any kind of hesitation Absolutely. or any kind of concerns about it, just don't tell anyone that you're yes. definitely doing it. Yeah. Mention it to your other half, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'd quite yeah. like to do a speech, but I might not feel confident enough to do it. And then at the you know at that point you can yeah. then decide whether you do or not.
0: Yeah, and then it's a nice surprise for everybody if you do yeah. get up and do it, but if yeah. you don't, no one's yeah. and, and yeah. everyone's not the wiser, are they? We so.
1: had um, my sister's boyfriend at the time. It's like almost like a bit of a compare.
0: Oh, really? I think he just
1: volunteered himself, actually. And uh, and he sort of stood up and at the end of the best man's speech went, and, and now we have the bride. <laughs> like this. So that was like, okay, Thanks expectations are high. Thank you for that. So maybe,
0: you know, if you don't feel like you want a big introduction, don't have one. Yeah, just stand yourself up. <laughs> yeah. So it's really nice to hear your point of view from when you did your speech and i also spoke to alice about her speech because she did it, it was october they got married wasn't it so recently so it's very fresh in her mind and alice has been on the podcast before with her husband ben um series 2 episode 7 i think it is chatting about wedding planning for grooms so you can go back and listen to that if you haven't already i asked her about her experience with the speech and I'm going to share with you what she said, because it's got a couple of nice little points in as well, which I think are really helpful. And I should just mention before I read what she said that Alice's dad had passed away a couple of years before the wedding. And that's what she says, but makes sense. And so she said, I was so nervous before doing my speech. Ben and my stepdad and our best men are all quite confident speakers. So they just sort of wrote notes, but I basically had to do it word for word. I just didn't trust myself not to lose my train of thought. So I wrote it over the course of a few months and kept adding to it. It was basically a long list of thank yous, but I put in stories how I'd met that person about Ben's family etc etc it meant so much to me that I was able to say all of this from me and not just from Ben slash us I wanted to mention my friends from school who were all there my family and I think the main reason I decided to do it in the first place was that I wanted to mention my dad I didn't want it to be this massive thing that no one was talking about so I had to front it up myself I went to a wedding at the weekend and the bride did a speech too. And we both talked about how you should do something in the style that works for you. I don't think I'm naturally very funny, whereas Ben really is. So I didn't want to be cracking out loads of jokes. It would have just been really awkward. And equally, if you're not very emotional, then don't try to force it to be like that. Just because it's a wedding, it doesn't have to be overly emotional. And I think she made some really good yeah. points there, really good key points. I like the fact that she wrote it over a course of a few months so she hasn't put this pressure on herself to do it like the week or two weeks before mm-hmm. when your brain is already on And also things overload. come
1: to you over time, don't Absolutely, they? Absolutely, yeah. Like, you know, you yeah. might remember something or something yeah. will trigger, a I don't know, a memory because you're talking about a particular guest. Yes. And then it's just a case of, oh yeah, that'd be a yeah. good thing
0: to mention. I'll just jot that down. Yeah. And have a, a notepad that's dedicated to it or a notes on your phone or something like that mm-hmm. where you can just add these little ideas when they come to, to mind. And I think it's really important that she said about doing it in your own style like don't try to be funny if you're not naturally a comedian and yeah. you don't have to cry if you're not an overly emotional person you don't need to be gushy you can just be you because that's yeah everyone knows you and they will only relate to you if you're being your true self i'm going to link to an article that we already have on this subject um over on my wedding in the show notes and it was written by a real bride called ashley so it's definitely worth going there and having a look at that um and i probably We'll touch on a couple of points that she made in the article as well as we go through. But sometimes it's nice to read it, isn't it, as mm-hmm. well? So um, pop on over to the show notes and, and have a look at that. Uh, one thing I wanted to highlight is that she said she wrote most of her speech the day that they got engaged. Okay. And that's interesting, isn't it? And the reason she did it is she felt like her senses were really heightened. She was obviously head over heels in love yeah she's like cloud nine and, and everything just seems so heightened so she was able to sort of get those emotions out and down on paper oh wow because then obviously the wedding planning takes over mm-hmm. not that you don't still love each other but it gets chaotic and it gets crazy yeah. and you get stressed mm-hmm. and I guess as well if you're like right at the beginning I mean I don't know everyone's
1: wedding planning journey is a different yeah. time frame yeah but even if it's six months yeah about six months that you've got to get yourself used to the idea
0: yeah true yeah so like you said there's not that last minute pressure absolutely yeah i just thought it was a really nice way of doing it starting it from the off like how do i feel now this is the feeling that you want to keep forever isn't it when you know when someone proposes to you you've literally never been happier hopefully well i didn't actually realize what james was doing so maybe my story is slightly different i was like get off what are you doing on the floor in a puddle but uh, that's another story for another day. <laughs> Definitely. We'll have to do an outtakes and have a chat about our <laughs> uh, proposals, won't we? So, as Charlotte mentioned, we're not really going to go through a uh, this is how you structure a speech because we don't agree that there should be a structure to it. What we want to try and do is give you some looser, more general advice. So I'm going to go through a few steps about how you can have a well-rounded speech without having to follow any sort of structure. Yes. Okay. Number one, sometimes easier said than done, but try and be yourself and not take it too seriously. We've just mentioned there, haven't we? Be authentic to you. Don't be a comedian if you're not a comedian, et cetera, et cetera. You know, your guests just want to hear you speak and they're going to be rooting for you. How many times you've sat there and listened to a groom or a best man speak and think, I'm so excited that you're yeah. going to speak. It's, people they're just want to listen, don't my they? my favourite parts of oh, Yeah, I think they're brilliant speaking. The yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think if you take yourself less seriously, you don't get so nervous. Yeah, but if you know, it's okay if I pause a little bit too or if you, long or, or if you say, I have to stumble a bit. Or just completely lost my place. Exactly. Another sip of wine. It, exactly. On we go. Perfect. perfect. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's it. It's just about not taking yourself too seriously. I, I said before, we all want our wedding days to be perfect. But again, it's the imperfections that make the day perfectly memorable. Yeah. So just don't be so serious and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Number two, be truthful. It's often funnier if you're telling the truth don't try and embellish on stories to try and make them more entertaining if as long as you're speaking truthfully you guess they are going to connect to the truth and light-hearted fun poking better than if you try and embellish on something as in don't feel the need to make
1: some yeah long absolutely. detailed yeah. story yeah. of what could be quite a short event yeah exactly to repeat because you're just making it longer and more difficult for yourself and also I suppose longer for people to follow exactly that's not to say that if you shouldn't if you want to because that's also fine but it doesn't have to be like uh, well said when you see stand-up yes and it's this whole like you know
0: very um structured detailed yeah there's a joke at the end yeah and almost with those you can tell if they're making it up as well and that's what I mean about the truthfulness and the authenticity. Yeah. If it's a true story, people will relate to it much, yeah. much, much more. So yeah. just try and yeah, stick to stick to the story as mm-hmm. is that you're sharing. Which sort of leads me on to point three a bit, which is kind of just sticking to the point, like you've just said. Try and not necessarily give too much of a long story and narrow it down slightly if you can. Just the key points. Well, to it's be just shared. more for you to remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Quite. And there's
1: and there's. I mean, I'm sure we're going to mention it later that everyone only has a certain amount of time exactly you know if you I don't know if you're having your speeches before dinner or after dinner but especially if it's before dinner yeah are you really gonna all do a speech and it's gonna take three hours Uh, you need to speak to your venue about timings and how all that's gonna work absolutely Um, Ashley
0: gave a great tip in the post that I've already mentioned that I've linked to (laughs) the show notes Um, I will read to you an excerpt of what she said because it's just easier to do that. She thanked her parents by applying more of like a story writing technique. So she managed to thank them for the last 30 years in about 30 seconds because she sort of broke it down in a different way. So for example, she said, I want to thank my mum and dad for dropping me off two blocks away from the school gates on the night of the middle school dance, for sending me a singing telegram on my 18th birthday, for X, Y, Z, for, you know, and so on and so on. So she's literally... Broke down those stories she wants to share that meant so much to her but into a single sentence yeah so sort of listed it off in that way which i think is really nice yeah that is and nice. it will mean it's enough information to mean a lot to her parents but also that everybody else can understand that it's yeah. funny and meaningful even yeah, yeah, though yeah. they're not in on the story yeah Does so that make sense yeah number five make sure your photographer and or videographer gets photos and or video of you mid-speech and isn't elsewhere eating his chicken dinner that you've so kindly provided For him or her, Mm -hmm. (laughs) why? Well, one so that there's you can look back at it and be proud of yourself that you stood up there and you said your words and you got through it and you're really pleased that you did. And secondly, so that you've got evidence of it that you did it, and that you know your kids can look at it and see that you did it. And you, oh, mum stood up there with the microphone. Look at her; she looks cool. And you know, it's all those things, isn't it? If we're trying to break these traditions and allow people to do whatever they want at the weddings, we need to be able to see people doing these things, don't we? So. Yeah, so just make sure it's all captured. Next one. I don't know what number it is. It's like doing a bride speech, <laughs> isn't it? See, perfectly fine to fluff your way through it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so my next point is, if you want to say something, but you don't necessarily want to bare your soul, so going back to what we were saying before about you're not overly emotional, you don't want to be get up there and be all gushy and, and whatnot, you can use your thank, thank yous as a way to get up and say something. Yeah. Just make sure you cross-reference with your other half so you're not doubling up on too many thank yous. But it might be that you just want to, thank your family a bit more because obviously you are the half will comment on your family but it's not quite the same is it yeah and then perhaps your maid of honour you might want to extend an extra thank you to them but it's just a way of standing up to say thanks without having to do all the stories and all of yeah, the sure. umph that can be involved with it right next point because who knows what number it is start your marriage as you intend to carry on stand side by side with your partner have an equal voice the end moving on if you are beyond nervous then just write it down like it's absolutely fine if you write it down and you read it out you don't have to memorize anything if you do write it down write it in a nice notebook instead of holding a crumpled flappy piece of paper that you'll probably just mess around with the whole time that you're reading from it i know when alice did her speech she wanted to write it in a notebook but she ran out of time so it was just on her phone so what she did instead was put her phone in the book and sort of hid the phone you don't want to be stood there with your iphone in the middle of your wedding reading from it not, doesn't not doesn't ideally look, doesn't look great does it um, but she yeah she put it in the side of the book and then just held the book in the phone so at least it still looked nice <laughs> yeah so if you're nervous you'll probably find that this gives you loads more confidence that way you're not battling nerves and your memory as well just the nerves mm-hmm. moving on don't fear the mic a lot of times now when people get up to do their speech they're given a microphone and it might be the first time you've ever ever held a microphone in your whole life and what do you do with the microphone if you've never held one before. So if you've got cue cards, um, for example, and then you're given a microphone as well, it's a bit tricky to flip you over your three cue, hands. Cards. <laughs> cue cards. Cue whilst you've got a microphone in one of, the, one of your other hands. So just think about think about that. Ask your venue, like for the speeches, will we have a microphone or not? And then it just help you be able to plan what you're going to do. some of do. them have
1: got the, where you pin on your jumper. Exactly, Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> If you're wearing a jumper or a bridal gown <laughs> or a suit or a jumpsuit. <laughs>
0: whatever it might be so you can just pin it onto your hoodie (laughs) get ready for your speech your day away (laughs) but yes I do ask how it's mic'd so then it will help you to figure out how to actually go about doing your speech if you are given a handheld mic don't be scared of it just put it really close to your lips and just speak normally you don't have to shout you don't have to whisper because they'll deal with the sound their end just talk confidently and you'll be surprised how quickly you get used to holding it as well yes this is probably quite obvious but think about the time that you've got as well you've mentioned this already briefly if you've only got 10 minutes stick to your 10 minutes because you've probably already got another three speeches going on add yours in as a fourth your speeches are going to go on for an hour so just make sure you stick to your the time that you're given which means you have to practice your speech
1: yeah what what we're basically saying is if you think you're going to do a speech practice in front of the mirror holding a
0: Hairbrush. With a timer on. With a timer on. Yeah. And see how you go. And see how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And linked to that is to put yourself wherever you fancy in the run-in. So you went at the end. Mm -hmm. Could go first if you think that will make you feel less nervous about sitting through all the other speeches. Again, this is going against tradition. There's nowhere that you should be in the run-in of speeches. So just go wherever you think you feel most comfortable being. If you don't feel that confident about putting your own words together then you can use somebody else's. Why not do a reading or a poem or something like that? You really want to get up and say something, but you don't want to write something specific or have the pressure of doing that. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't stand up and say your thank yous and use somebody else's words. It's just like doing a reading at the ceremony. It's the same thing. Principle. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you find that an easier way of getting around it and uh, solving the issue of wanting to stand up, but not knowing what to say, then that's always an option. We've just mentioned talking it over with somebody else and running it by them. Practice, practice your speech. Mm-hmm. Do it in front of somebody else who also knows you well and who also knows your partner well, just so that they can sit there and take it in and say, Oh, you could perhaps make that a bit shorter or remember when that bit happened in that bit and you were only added do that it anymore. in front of
1: someone if it's someone whose opinion you value. Because oh, again, like everyone would do perhaps do their speech differently to how yeah. you would. Yeah. Because I think if someone asked me, I would just tell them it was marvelous. <laughs> you know, like yeah, if they practice yeah. in front of me, I was like, "Well, that's your speech. You yeah. like it? Yeah. You you do it. Yeah. But perhaps you know there might be pointers you could say, like, don't just look at the floor the whole time.
0: <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Like look try up a little and, bit Try more. and look at the guests. Y- yeah. 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 It's just and it's just to take the time to have actually spoken the words in front of somebody else as well yes do you know what i mean like a mini- Give you more confidence yeah that's basically. it yeah. yeah 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 just so that you know somebody's or somebody else has heard the words before it's not doesn't feel and so doesn't daunting think you're completely useless absolutely <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell you to scrap it and put it in the bin no. <laughs> okay next ask friends for advice anyone that might have given a speech before it's quite simple and straightforward but don't don't worry about sitting there and like squirreling away yourself and trying to figure it out like i know you did a wedding speech so if i was getting married i'd say to you what did you say yeah and you simply running through like you did at the start of the episode what you did would make me think okay right cool so if i could actually i could start by saying my name my new name or you know yeah end with oh now we're going to go and dance cool i remember that she said that and perhaps i can use that as part of mine so it's just talking to your friends and family members and asking them if they did it and what they included to help give you a couple of ideas yeah or you can have a look at our show notes or you can have a look what some of our brides did you can of course you can only a couple more points of how to do a really good speech. Only do it if you really, really want to. This goes back to what we said before. You might feel like you want to do it, but you might feel so nervous that you might throw up on the day and that's fine, so then you don't do it. Only do it if you really, really want to. Don't put the pressure on yourself to think that you have to get up and say a few words no. now because we've done and an like episode about it. And like we
1: said before, it. if you want to say something but don't actually
0: want to physically say it, print it out. Love that. Put it up in the venue Absolutely somewhere. love that. Another crucial point I think is that if you do get up there and you start speaking and you find yourself overwhelmed with emotion, that's okay. Like it's absolutely fine to be emotional. How many times do you watch people do their vows and they get choked up Mm -hmm. and they stumble through the words? But it's because it's such an emotionally charged time and that's lovely. And it adds to it all Yeah, absolutely. So don't apologise for getting emotional and if you
1: are then, well, it's
0: fine. And if you are nervous about it and totally feeling emotional... You could always do your speech together. Yes. So with your partner. So with your partner. So it's not a case of one of you saying all the thanks and taking all the praise. You can do it together, which is really nice.
1: Simon from We Are The Clarks, who produces this podcast, has actually uh, photographed a few weddings recently where the couple have done. He just gave us a speech and said, "Hoi, hoi." Together. Yeah. What about when and you do it together? We
0: like, oh, right. Yeah. Because I've never seen that before. I've never seen it. But how
1: nice? How lovely. So if you did your speech together you are going to and you're listening to this
0: podcast yes. please do send us some photos oh of it. god we'd love that please mm-hmm. and email us and let us know what you said how you formatted it yeah. that sort of thing so that we can share that with other yeah. people that are thinking about perhaps doing it together and the only final point that I've got is don't drink too much before you <laughs> stand up and do your speech <laughs> it doesn't always calm the nerves so just be careful that front. Think yes, responsibly. responsibly <laughs> please. I've now got a couple of ideas to cover if you're getting stuck with what to say. So we've just talked about how you can present yourself, but now I want to talk about what you can actually talk about. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about what you can talk about? Can I say that anymore? We've talked about keeping things true and authentic and observational. Don't be too concerned with the facts, just keep it all very, very light-hearted. So when you're talking about stories about your other half, just keep observational and to the point you can introduce yourself like you've already said mm-hmm. child with your new name if you are taking um your partner's name you can give thanks to your parents as your partner will have thanked them in their speech very briefly you know the whole thanks for allowing me to join the family and all of those sorts of things Um but they won't have gone into any detail like you can so that's something you can talk about and you can try and think back to memorable moments that you might have shared with each other that sparks some entertaining stories that perhaps Nobody else really knows about. So think back to your first date, first holiday, those little poignant moments that might bring back little stories that you can then share with everybody. Yeah. But nice and to the point. (laughs) Traditionally, a groom would likely comment on the bridesmaids, as is tradition. But he won't know them like you do, as they're not his girlfriends. That's something you can also talk about. Thanking them, embellishing on stories that you have to share about them, how they've made your journey, planning your wedding better. Yeah. Those sorts of things. What um, happened on the Hindu? All those Doesn't sorts of things. Doesn't have to
1: stay on the Hindu. <laughs> <laughs> Just some <laughs> you elements can tell
0: of it all. <laughs> your guests <laughs> at your wedding. You can give out thank you gifts like you said mm-hmm. as part of your speech is what you did. Yeah is then I look like the generous one that's right <laughs> <laughs> and then you can finish with a toast like you also said so whether it's toast into your other half toast into the rest of the night toast into the rest of your life whatever it might be my end phrase
1: of my speech was um, to James with my toast yeah. and uh, it was you rock my world which is where rock my wedding
0: oh well look Thing at that who No, who knew all because of a bride's speech (laughs) (laughs) and that's why they're so important changing lives (laughs) (laughs) and that is literally all i've got to say about the bride's speech and i hope that's been helpful just before we go i've gone out myself can i let's just touch on maid of honor speeches and bridesmaid speeches because they're becoming much much more popular Mm -hmm. yeah like everywhere i mean we've all seen the rapping bridesmaids and the bridesmaids that come up with dance routines to do for their Bride on the day and all those sorts of things, so it's definitely becoming more and more popular. So, if you have a maid of honor or a bridesmaid who is planning on doing a speech for you, you can, or a bridesman, or a bridesman for sure, you can send this to them and um, it might give them a, a couple of ideas of things that they can cover. So, what they might want to do is introduce themselves and how they know you slash the couple. Tell a story about you, the bride. Uh, you could also follow the storytelling format that I talked about before where we go through you know you make the story into a sentence so they could go through funny moments that they've shared with you in that way we all like to say oh she's so lovely she's so caring she's so this she's so that but you need to back you need to back it up a little bit you know she's she's so thoughtful because she's done x y and z for me in the past or whatever mm-hmm. it might be don't just say she's lovely because everyone knows the bride's lovely give it a bit of context to it don't mention any ex-boyfriends just (laughs) say totes orcs if you ask me it's really nice to talk about the bride's partner as well if you can recall the first time you met them how they are together and anything just to include the other half of the wedding in the speech is really really nice because whilst it's about the speech is generally about the bride your best mate also nice to sort of bring the other half of the couple into the, the yeah, speech because as that's well. what the wedding is, is that's about. what it's about absolutely mm-hmm. try not to tell too many inside jokes like we've all got funny jokes that we've shared with the best mate but everyone else would be like eh like and yeah. it's not relevant like what yeah <laughs> so not too many clicky insidery jokes that no one else is going to get and just think i don't know what you what's she on about type of thing and don't talk about yourself too much because <laughs> <laughs> people have a tendency when they're telling stories to talk about them in that it's not story about you. It's, it's not about them you. it's about them so just try and focus on them a little bit again if you have been asked to do a speech as maid of honor or you want to do a speech as Maid as maid of honor but you're not sure what to say go back to that doing more of a reading if you want to or reading a favorite poem or something like that so you again you don't have to use your own words if you're struggling no just check off with the, the couple first that they are call for you to do a reading more than a speech Mm -hmm. um that's always an option as with any speech practice it with somebody Mm -hmm. close to you another bridesmaid a a really close friend anybody maybe even the bride if if you want to and she wants to hear it beforehand you know that's absolutely fine and just remember to close off the speech with something so don't just do a okay that's it thanks bye make a toast or say you're going to pass on to the next person whoever it is that's going after you just try and close it so off there's a bit of a flow that's to right. it yeah what i would
1: i'll end on because i'd really like to see
0: somebody do this And if you already have
1: you need to send us the video we went to see adam k at the rsc at the weekend yes. who wrote this is going to hurt so excellent so like book a, guys excellent book and so it, good. it was a so it's like stand-up so he read some passages from the book but he did like, a lot of Songs about medicine and working in a hospital, to very popular music, (laughs) and it was absolutely genius. And I was sat there because occasionally I do think about work outside of work, (laughs) thinking to myself, if a best man or a bride. Or a best woman, or whatever it is, could do a speech to yeah. like a popular music and just make up a song. Yeah, just saying. Just you know, saying. If you do play an instrument, <laughs> not putting any pressure on or anything, get up with your banjo. Yeah, with your banjo. Sing along to Christina. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> whatever takes your fancy, do a
0: whole song and, and, and send it. it in to me. Yeah, and, and but that absolutely goes back to creating a speech that suits you. Yeah. If you are musical and you can create a song, do it. Yeah. Or do if you like, can write a
1: poem, write it, or write, or write something like a, an alternative poem to say, like, a take that song," or absolutely, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's just genius.
0: It have to take long, yeah, and that's it. And if that suits you, and that's your personality, and that's your strength, then go for it. Yeah, I'm. That's it. Now I'm done. That's long enough, right? Do you think? Oh, well, is anyone still with us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening hope you found it helpful with my million tips that I forgot what the numbers were (laughs) yeah as Charlotte says please uh email us with your joint speeches or your bridesmaid who got up and did a rap
1: podcast
0: at rockmywedding.co.uk that's the address send it to us and we'll share it with everybody and thanks for listening back in a couple of weeks see you soon Bye. bye this podcast was brought to you by Becky and Charlotte from Rot My Wedding, the UK's most influential wedding brand. For more content, visit rotmywedding.co.uk. follow us on Instagram at rockmywedding, or buy the book Your Day Your Way from Amazon or any leading book retailer. This podcast is produced by We Are The Clerks.